Hey, hey, thanks for tuning into the show. You are listening to the Bevel's Advocate podcast, a Kendama podcast by Honed Media, hosted by yours truly, Ryan Reese. And tonight I am joined by Tony Stabile. And it's actually this morning for a good friend of mine and uh, somebody who I've done a lot of work with overseas. And uh, this is Jonathan Lee. Hey, what's up, guys? Johnny, it's, it's really good to have you. It's good to kind of like, I've talked to you on the phone. I've talked to you over email. I've talked to you over <laughs> Facebook. Um, I've edited a lot of the stuff that you've contributed to honemedia.com. And it's like, it's so good to actually talk like kind of face to face, you know, um, after all that. And so I appreciate you coming onto the show. And Tony, this is the first time that you've met Johnny or have you guys talked before? No, I think this is the first time other than, you know, a couple of brief messages. So, but, but you know of Johnny, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, what, do, I see, what do you know? Well, I've seen Johnny himself. And uh, is that like your business partner? The other? Um... Oh, yeah. One chain. Yeah. So he's my other. Is that when? Two, two of us. Yeah. Two of us run zero. Okay. Yeah. I see yeah. both of you guys like pretty active in the FKC and, uh, you know, you're pretty on top of the customer service and stuff like that. I've noticed that for sure. So that's pretty cool. Have you ever played a serial kendama? Uh, you know, I haven't. I, as far as like their kendamas go, I remember you guys a lot for like, I feel like I remember seeing a lot of like pretty crazy like sales and stuff. And like, did, did you guys sell like other kendamas through your site in the past or? Yeah, so like other, I think other brands? It, we actually have quite a long history. We're turning six in uh, April next year. So okay. we, we started off as a, oh, should I go into this? Because this goes into like the history of kendama in Singapore. And everything. Yeah, go through it. We came across Kandama in mid 2014, uh, and we wanted we were we were hooked, right? Um, and we wanted to like kind of try let more people try, but there weren't many retailers in Singapore, so we figured, hey, uh, let's just get some Kandamas in. And most of the kids they don't have like online payment methods like back in 2015, so um, we actually didn't know what wholesale was, so we just bought like a bunch of stuff off Black Friday and said like you know we sell yeah, wow. like, at the same price. Um, yeah. yeah. So the Serial Kendama started. It was essentially us just trying to like get more people to play, and then whatever brand had like a discount because it's so expensive to ship here. Whatever had a brand yeah. had a discount, we just like bought it. Yeah. So they're going from China right to the U.S., and then you're ordering from companies in the U.S. that are shipping to you in Singapore, or? Oh, so we didn't know it was made in China, so we were just right. like we only knew like the B L K Kendama, which is a really really old brand. It's my first Kendama. Yeah, sure. I um, remember them. Chrome Kusa. So it's not like we were buying like the the Duncans or the, the Walmart Kandamas because we did they, they mostly didn't sell online. No, we don't really right. have Amazon here. Yeah. So but they were all like, coming coming away as far as shipping, right? Like yeah. It would cost a lot to ship. Yeah. yeah so, okay. Uh our first batch that we bought which actually was actually Chrome. Because Chrome carried Azoras and Sunrisers. So we're like, wow, this company carries like three brands. Like let's just get like 10 Kandamas and then yeah. The rest is yeah, yeah. <laughs> history. Yeah. When did you guys end up making your own kendamas? Uh, I think about late 2015. So like we always, I mean, we didn't make our own because we weren't really confident of like what we wanted a kendama shape to be. And I think uh-huh. like in the 2015 and 2016s, like kendama shapes uh, progress not really fast. Like prior to Sweets coming out with the F3, everyone had kind of like followed like the TK or the Ozora kind of shape. Like I mean- sure. Best Kandama shape, right? Kaizen V1. 
Um, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, so um, I think until we were Shout confident out. of like what to make, we didn't really want to make anything. Yeah. So I, I, w- yeah. when you chose cereal though as like a name and that's what <laughs> your brand is going to be, um, what is it about breakfast that you're like so obsessed with? Why uh, was okay, it called so- cereal? So we, we were studying, right? We were, we were in college uh, when we came across Kandama. And then like, we're thinking, what do we want to call ourselves? And we felt like every morning we would pick up Kandama, much like we would have like breakfast. Mm. So we <laughs> First thing you do in the morning is pick up Kandama. Yeah. It's as important as breakfast, you know? So like, because right. we sleep like by the bed, right? Then we get up and then you just do an earth turn before you brush your teeth. So like... Yeah, yeah. It, it gave yeah, you energy funny. for the rest of the day. Yeah. It was the most important meal of the day. <laughs> Yeah, unless you couldn't lease, then you hurt for the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> then you starve for the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got it. So you. that's okay. cereal. So that's interesting. Like spoil, so, spoiled milk. Right. And I, I think you guys have one of the more interesting logos for a Kendama company because there's so many little Kendamas inside yeah. the logo. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It, it's kind of a complicated <laughs> logo, don't you think? I don't know if yeah. I noticed that. It's all, it's a it's a box dropping little kandamas. Yes, yeah, because most companies just have thing. like one symbol, or like they just try to keep it as simple as possible. But I noticed with cereal, yeah. it's literally a cereal box pouring kandamas out. Yeah, so like we didn't know whether we make our own kandama, so we didn't imagine it being like really really small, like on the handle. So just never yeah. right, like, right, okay, occurred yeah. to us, yeah, right? Yeah. So uh, it just kind of ended up being like that. Yeah, I designed it on like a like a laptop screen, so I was like, "Oh, wow, like a nice <laughs> detail, super HD." I think we made it like into stickers and then the kendama. Was like, oh crap! Right, it's right. Look like little dots. Yeah. Well, what's <laughs> interesting is you know because um you know you 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 named your company Serial Kendama. It's weird. I I have a fe- I get this feeling that you ripped it off from another company. Was it influenced by another company? Uh, no. It's not that, a no, not open. a kendama company. Here, wait. I I I have something to show you. Okay. I have a feeling that you got the idea for cereal kendama from this famous uh, cereal brand called Serratos. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I don't know if you've ever had these, but they're very popular oh. in the U.S. And you We can, don't get that in Singapore. It almost you know? looks like uh, the exact same logo. It's kind of oh, yeah. similar. <laughs> I like that, so uh, cool. that, that catchphrase there, yum. Yeah. It really makes me want to eat right. some. Well, they're really good. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm going to eat some. So, Johnny, tell me, um, what's the what are the differences between kendama in the West or the United States uh, compared to uh, where you're located in the world, uh, Southeast <laughs> Asia, right? Yeah, so kendama is different. Um, I think primarily because of price. So, like a twenty dollar like boost radar um, with shipping and everything, it comes up to be like maybe thirty dollars, like thirty USD, um, where we're and the thing is, like, if you look at Southeast Asia, right, there's, there's like 10 major countries. So like Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia, Thailand, Vietnam, Philippines, Laos, Cambodia, Cambodia, Myanmar, and Brunei. Out of the 10, I would say like only two to three are first world. So like Singapore, Malaysia, and Brunei. So like uh, you see in Philippines, a lot of players buy like whatever they can find. Yeah, so for them, like buying one Kandama, it's like, it's it's not really it's all it's a lot of money and that's like a boost rate which is the most entry level right right, so right. a lot of be like the five dollar kind of like tribute strong kadamas 
yeah, but you said like right or like an we, older we don't, uh, we don't get many of we don't get many of those crappy kendamas huh you mentioned before yeah you we, don't even have the crappy ones so it's all it's all you know what i mean yeah, in, in Singapore, it's not so much. So, like, Singapore is, is the complete opposite, right? Like, when, when it was this peak of its boom, like, every kid had a homegrown. And I'm like, dude, that's so homegrowns were, like, a hundred Singapore dollars here. Like, yeah. all in. Yeah. So, I was like, dude, you have a hundred dollar kendama. Wow. Like, that's, that's intense. And, like, okay, uh, teach me how to spike. And I'm like, okay, sure, I'll take my sunrise. <laughs> and I'll show you how to But Singapore's a right. bit of the opposite. Uh, Singapore's very similar to, like, Romania or... Brunei, or okay, Hawaii. I think the best comparison to Singapore would be Hawaii. The same Hawaii, boom sure. and the same nuts. Um, everybody trying to sell it. And then uh, like most people would like they play Kendama would sell Kendama just because. Right. It, so Singapore yeah. kind of had a fad phase like kind of everywhere yeah. else. Yeah, it, but it was huge. Like because Singapore is so small, right? Okay, so geography, like um, Singapore's 26 miles wide. So that's it. No way. That's, yeah. For real. So, Five, 5 million of us stay on a 26 mile wide island. Right. <laughs> so it's very right. dense. And like you could have a jam with like an average jam, like 100, 200 kids show up. Right. So it really like. Because they're not going smaller. more than, you know, 20 miles. To right. Get there, they're right? all there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and everything down the street. by a tree. Yeah. <laughs> or you walk down the street to like a community yeah. center. You could throw a kendama yeah. off the roof and it would hit spike five it. kendama players. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> so, there's a funny story about that. And and that kind of like writes the kind of like death of, of Kandama in Singapore. So there was this one trick where a couple, many, many years ago, Coop threw a Tama at Max in the warehouse. Right, right, right. And right. then like it's, it lands to spike. And then these kids, so I was like, okay, you know what? We're going to do it. So they go to this like big mall. They go to like the fifth floor of the mall and just like toss a Tama like right. in the middle. Of the and then these kids like just trying to catch it. And right. then <laughs> kind of bad press after that. Yeah. So there were many yeah. incidents of like, Kids being like rowdy kendama. I mean, okay, yeah, kid, kid, right? so, <clears throat> kind of like uh, just tossing it around, throw it around, being wild with it. Yeah, I mean, like playing yeah. on the trains and then like breaking windows. Like, yeah, I, mean, I don't swim it in the fountain. Yeah, well, just like <laughs> just, just throwing it around. Yeah, like um, Chrome Chrome was really big in Singapore. So like when it started to pick up, like Tokyo and Philip actually came down. So like flow was a very very big thing to like if you're talking about the play style of singapore like there was a phase where like flow was a really big thing so right. you play games of cans right and then the guys line is like a minute long right that's the worst yeah, yeah so like that. because flow was a big thing tossing the kendama around like pizza toss was like a big big thing in singapore yeah. right 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 and so it was so, just kind of flying all over the place going through windows breaking glass yeah and so people kind of like oh, okay you can't have let me ask you this have you ever been uh told that you can't play kendama here oh yeah all the time like now i think they already and and the, i mean the person knew what kendama was like was ready to tell you no or were they were just like i don't know i don't like this shit i mean Sometimes. i've been kicked out of yeah. places for playing kendama before like sure. uh you know yeah. just a place with good lighting at night when i'm downtown or something like that yeah. and i'm just well, trying I'm, to I'm just like curious. get a clip they kick me out just be like hey you can't do that here but right. I mean, oh, but but yeah. they don't know what I'm doing. Whereas, like, what yeah. he's saying is like, okay, it already has kind of a uh, notorious mm. uh, position within the community that when they see you doing it, they don't want you to do something dangerous I with it. Like, so they stop you. Yeah, probably 2016, 2017 that happened. Now, like, I would say the new generation of security guards don't really know what can die. <laughs> yeah, that, that bubble has it. already popped. Kind right, of. right, yeah. right. Kind of came and went. Yeah. 
So bubble burst. Yeah, everywhere you, you can you're more likely to find a place you can't play than you can. Right. Right. Yeah, well, I think that's why people play in like parks or public areas or, yeah. you know, um, you know, just a place where you find comfort uh, where like, um, you, you know, you're not going to be messed around with, or, um, you know, I've played in tons of parks because um, when I play Kendama, especially in public, I like to feel comfortable. I like to, you know, put in headphones and feel like, you know, I know people are watching me probably as they pass by, mm. but um, I don't want any. I, I notice that I get more confronted when I don't wear headphones than when I do, where people will come up to me going, hey, what are you doing? Like when I'm playing mm. in a public space like a park, they're like, oh, what is this? What are you doing? And when I have headphones in, uh, they're always they, they watch. Sometimes they'll, they'll step back and watch, but they won't approach me because they see that i'm more into it or engaged yeah. with playing and they just decide on their own that like okay i'm not gonna bother him he seems really tuned in you know what i mean well i yeah. think and anyone so, with a little bit of tact knows that like having headphones in or on is like the universal symbol for like listen i'm, I'm doing my yeah thing i'm, I'm like, kind of yeah, tuned those, out those <laughs> yeah right right, right. Yeah. so maybe we just need to wear headphones when we play in these public spaces uh yeah. at night just, and just put this, the cord this, in your pocket the security guards in, won't like... fuck with us because they'll just be like oh yeah. he, he he really seems tuned in i'm not gonna tell him no but but yeah, you gotta make so some that's... fake headphones for as a kendama accessory yeah, so all, all, for when, all when you play with, shit with airpods now you know, right, just, right, just right. plastic they AirPods, they don't even work. And it's just like, now you pop these things in, you're way less likely to have somebody come up. And well, say, you see that, so, you know, that Sony is a big sponsor of um, NAKO. Yeah. And uh, that's probably one of their <laughs> biggest sponsors with, it is mostly the headphones. Because I right. think that Sony sees, or they were able to present some way that um, Kendama players use AirPods. They listen to music. Mm. They like to jam with music. And maybe that's a high ticket item, an electronic that can be yeah. introduced very much like how GoPros are with surfing and skateboarding. Or yeah. um, you go, you walk into a PacSun and you can see like Nixon watches and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. they have GoPros and things like that. But like high ticket or Oakley's, you know what I mean? High ticket items that really don't have anything to do with the actual sport or yeah. um, anything like that. It's more about the person or individual who uh, engages with it. So um, I'm surprised maybe... like a shoe, like a shoe brand hasn't come on this yet. You know, why, like why is that? What would a shoe brand? I mean, you play Kendama with your hands. How does it relate to your feet? Like cushioning or something? Yeah, like cushioning or the feel, you know, like when I play Kendama with shoes, I feel much more like comfortable, more stable. No, so, even like high socks. Yeah. I agree. Don't, don't you see a lot of people playing barefoot? Not, not in Singapore, actually. Like, I see yeah. a ton of people playing. I've seen people play barefoot on stage. Do they have... Uh, you guys got hippies out in Singapore or what? <laughs> hippies? No, they have Crocs. No. Uh, <laughs> we, had, we had hippies like in the 70s, but yeah, not many left now. You don't have people running around uh, munching celery with no shoes on? No. <laughs> no not, not, not much, actually. Does yeah. Singapore still have prostitutes? Oh, yeah. A prostitute is legal here. So oh, prostitution is legal there. Yeah, so prostitution is legal, but it's illegal to be a pimp. So okay. you have to well, register 
to be a prostitute and then like yeah, there's yeah. healthcare benefits you know right it's kind and, of registered with the within the government yeah. and and that's how yeah. they receive the healthcare. well damn we need why aren't you hosting events in singapore i'll totally fly there <laughs> include yeah, so that with the event if you ever come to singapore i'll bring i'll have bring some you around special here. guests <laughs> have the yeah, prostitutes yeah. play very special guests it's so weird because porn is, le- is illegal here but like really no have you ever used have you ever hired a prostitute me no <laughs> oh. it's not yeah, it's, i don't know it's johnny in this one particular area in singapore yeah oh, okay yeah but if like the red light district gets, yeah so we have a okay. few designated. he said i happen to live yeah. in the heart of it but yeah it's just one <laughs> it's in a specific area of singapore right <laughs> yeah. where i live <laughs> yeah. but the food that i go there for the food you know like the oh, for the, oh okay <laughs> i see when you're hungry and the supper yeah, the supper is really I good. Just, the food's great, I swear. Yeah. No, we brought uh, we brought Max and Coop when they were here. To the real oh, really? For, for food, really? yeah. Did they get yeah, into any food. trouble? For food. No. For food. It was, they were starving after the flight. They didn't get yeah. hit by a taxi cab or anything? No, no. I, I oh. think they were starving after Coop had to do like tightrope every five minutes. Every time kid's mm. like, hey, you want to do just... Gup's tightrope with me? And they like... So Johnny, you know, um, there's there's a lot of differences between Serial and other companies out there. What category do you think Serial is in as a Kendama company? Uh, one of the things that we agreed on. Okay, so it wasn't that at first because when we were we had much more time and the scene was very big here. We were doing a lot of like in-store stuff, a lot of jams. But when starting like our full-time jobs, um, we came to the conclusion that like you know we should do this as a passion project. And I think the, one of the most counterintuitive things like we acknowledged with each other at the start was we're not going to be a big company. Like there's never going to be a day where we make like a, a thousand um, pieces of like one design, you know? You like, knew that right gonna... off the bat that you didn't want to be a big company. Yeah. So like... Uh, yeah. And when... it's not like... <clears throat> it's not... Excuse me. It's not like uh, the early stages or, or being... You know, the stage of being small isn't just a step in the process of getting large to, to you, that was just... Yeah. Well, I think the, that's the, a very, um, you know, um, American capitalist mentality is like, okay, we're just going to start small, but we'll eventually, the, the bigger goal yeah. is to grow bigger. Yeah, you, where at, you at any have point, a kind just... of you thinking that like, okay, we're going to be a small company and that's kind of the corner of the market that we're going to operate in. And um, mm. that's going to be yeah, that. Really and we're going to make that the best it can be. Yeah, so that, that, I mean, we really hope to make it the best it can be, but the, the end goal is to really stay around the same size that we're at now, if anything, like, maybe slightly bigger, but, like, um, okay, so I, I see a few categories, right? There's, like, the big, the big three, which is, like, Kusa, Chrome, and Sweets, and then you have some guys who are, like, somewhere in the middle, like, Seoul or Active, where they're in a lot of places, um, but they're not, like, Target like Target or Walmart level Kendama. Right, and then you right. have a bunch of guys who are more casual. So like um, like people who are interest groups or people who are just like a small, smaller community. Kind of like boutique. Yeah. That's what we say. Like grain theory. Yeah, boutique. yeah analog. Uh, yeah. You know, they're I, just kind of, yeah, in the middle. Actually, I kind of see great. Okay, I think grain theory is closer to soul size. Yeah, probably below soul. Yeah, they are, they are a little bit bigger, but... I just think yeah. they, they fit the description in the sense that they aren't looking to expand. Yeah, you know so like I mean? GT, actually analog's a good model. Like I talk to Baldo a lot on like Instagram and yeah. like 
I, I look up to him a lot in the way like he makes things, you know, like he never sends them like direct from the factory. He actually like quality checks everything, you know. He hand stamps the bag and like if you follow his personal Instagram, he's always like posting stories about how he's working on like minor changes to the shape. So like I really look up to like analog. So I guess yeah, analog is kind of the model that we we like. Um, the only difference is that they have a much stronger like local base. Like they have events and then like they physically can meet each other. Yeah, yeah so I think I think it has something to do with being based in California. Yeah, so like for us, it's always been like a distance kind of thing. That's why right. like, for us, Facebook's a really big medium for us. Like. Um, I'd rather be able to talk to 10 of our customers in Facebook than sell like 100 dharmas to people I don't know. You know, I, I think with your goal of, you know, just understanding that Serial is a small company and you, you know what you're up against. You know, there's bigger companies out there and you know there's smaller companies out there. But mm. the space that you guys operate in is fully yours. And you, you know, um, that's one thing I, I really like about our relationship, even with Honed, is I love your Kendama reviews because you, you are, you are, you are able to understand those Kendamas because you're not only a company owner, but you've designed Kendamas, you've played a ton of Kendamas, you've met a ton of Kendama players. And it's not like you're just a player, you know, in the middle of nowhere who's just going like, yeah, I have nothing to do. I'll write your, your, your Kendama <laughs> yeah. reviews for you. You know, it's like it's your genuine interest that kind of uh, showed me to uh, trust you with the Kendama reviews for Honed. And, you know, I think the response that we've gotten um, from your reviews of people saying like, oh, this is great, or I learned a lot, or like this helped me um, buy something I was looking for. It's helping other companies. It's helping, it's helping well, actually, other consumers. It's um, Reed Stark mentioned impacting. it. He name dropped, <clears throat> excuse me, name dropped Honed during uh, an episode of Dama Nerds because he was really flattered, I think, by the uh, review that was given not flattered in the sense that it was a positive re review but i think he just thought that it was very thorough and, and well done and i believe was that you that that wrote that review on the safari mod oh yeah i, I wrote the safari yeah. mod yeah yeah so, so i I'm, i heard him mention that he felt you know really good yeah. about about that review that, that's good that's good to hear i mean like for, for me like kandama i mean dama nerds right so like i love the shape like increasing something by one mm makes a world of difference for every like kendama and every kendama is honestly very different unless they're just going to aliexpress it then I'm not going to review an aliexpress uh, vibe woods vibe wood yeah so like it's um it's a kendama wood, so. <laughs> yeah it's wood yeah it's wood well, it, it um has a weight it, it weighs an amount <laughs> that's paint yeah you know? there's yeah. paint on it paint at least on, it, on yeah. some some amount of the tama and, and it's not as cheap as people make it to be, you know. It's actually, it's actually like proper money, you know. Top out a few more dollars and you could buy a booth, right? Like, right. And so, like, um, I, I saw you making a post about Gigi Kendama in Australia. And I feel like, I'm going to be honest with you, with the Transform 3.0 Ken shape, you're talking about how you love Ken shapes, um, it seemed very similar to the Gigi Kendama shape. Do you agree? Let me get a side by side for you. Yes, please, uh, please. It even has the triangle. Uh -oh. <laughs> it has the triangle on on the um, bird stall on on the rim of the cup. And they mm. they look kind of identical, to be honest. 
Oh, you're talking about the Delta, the Delta sign. The Delta. There you go. Yes. Ah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting because uh, Dylan Hurtle uh, asked me the same thing and it turns out like they didn't know. Um, oh wait, the new one doesn't have it. Um, but I know which I'm talking about. Yeah. But yeah, they saw that um, you had it. <laughs> no, they, they didn't know actually till someone reached out and I can't remember what's the reason for them having it, but um, I'll tell you why we have it. So um, when we first dropped Transform in 2016, um, that was the time like Serio Kandama was kind of splitting up. So two of, we started with five best friends. <clears throat> two of them were kind of like graduating and going to do their own thing. So we decided to like um, reorganize how the company would be. That's when we decided to stop being like a business and more like an interest group. Yeah, so yeah. That, that delta is usually meant to signify change, right? In like science. So all the Kandamas wanted to have like the change to show that it was just like three guys left rather than like... Um, like five guys. So five why guys. did Gigi yeah. have that on five their guys. cup too? I can't remember actually. Did, did they were kind of they were going through the same thing and thought the exact same idea. I I have no idea, dude. Like <laughs> um, the shapes are actually very different. Like I, I think some of the things like my my photo might not be able to capture was like the size. So like um so this is like big cup to big cup. Yeah. Well, big. immediately the spike looks fatter on the one uh, that's mm. on on so the right hand side of the screen. That one there. Yeah, so this is GG, <clears throat> and then this is cereal. Yeah. So they, they they do well in being chunk. So like like a lighthouse slaps on a GG. Like their their base cup is huge. I Dinner. Yeah. And then they I'm doing another like, fact check because I I want to comment, but I don't feel confident. What are you looking? Are you looking up GG? Yeah, do they have like an Instagram page or? Yeah, yeah they have a whole they website. Have claimed, they have claimed that they have the biggest big base cup, like before. But out, uh, of any, I, out, of, out of any company? Yeah, I, I think so. Like, but I don't know if it's as big as the Lotus. Like, in my opinion, Lotus probably has. Lotus like, is huge. Huge, yeah. Bit too big for my hand, but great for a beginner. Yeah. yeah. I remember. Um, I don't know if it was Duncan, some other company, one of those kind of uh, toy companies like Duncan had a Kendama that was, it was the, the base cup was just as big as the fucking small cup. It was crazy. Oh yeah. Azora has that actually. They have the, the trainer Dama. So it's like butterflied out and the big base and small around the same size and huge. A standard shape. Yeah, it's bigger, but from a distance, you can't really see but if you ever see yeah. like um, Zoom and Dante when they play the like their damas, it's it's the damas are actually bigger than I, I yes. think we would make them to be. But right, it's almost it's so, almost like Viking size, wouldn't you say? It's a well, I was gonna mention. Bigger. Yeah, there you go. You have I, I I think it was some genius branding on the part of Terra because you find yourself saying the words "little bit bigger" all the time, yeah. and that's exactly what they did. I mean, that was Terra, right? That released yeah. the the LBB, the little bit bigger. Kendama. Yeah. Uh, so because it was so interesting with LBB because <clears throat> they didn't, they just made it too, a little bit too big for the KWC box. So they, during KWC, they were shaving it down while they were in Japan. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, wow. Yeah. Everything else that they sold can't fit the box. But when, like, uh, I think Rod went to compete, he was just like sandpapering his Dama down to, to fit the box. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Do you think that's cheap? So maybe they didn't nail it with the shape, but yeah, I, I wonder about that because at that point you could just like sand it flat. And you're like, yeah. Bird. yeah. I don't know actually. I, I've only been like KWC once, so I'm not sure like what the culture was like prior to 
like 2019. Yeah. Which K- KWC did you go to? I went to the one last year. And yeah. uh, when you were there, um, did you enter the contest? Yeah, I, I entered. So like, I think as long as you show up, you can enter. What like, did you place? Uh, somewhere around where Jake Reeves placed, I think. Because I have a photo of like my score. So if you don't um, make it to like top 36, they just like print your score on a wall. Yeah. So I took a photo of like, yeah. But no, I wasn't, I was definitely not going to place in the finals. Um, so you were like, like second before last? Yeah, about there. Like, <laughs> I, I, didn't, Jake I didn't get zero. I didn't get zero okay. points. Yeah. Okay. So Johnny, really though, I, I think you're in a unique position as a company owner with Serial because, you know, it's a, you have a totally different mindset. I really admire that. And I think because of that, you, you know, because of that mindset, you, you allow yourself to develop new ideas and, you know, like I know the NKO, you know, new Kendama order Kendama is based off of, you know, American wrestling. I'm not saying that, you know, this is a, you know, you're not doing like what other companies do and, you know, base a uh, concept off of something that already exists, you know, kind of like the person who recommended it to you. Uh, But, but what you are doing, I think is, uh, you know, you're, you're allowing yourself to, like you just did the Homer colors, the the Simpsons colors. You you also did collabs with um, Active, right? Yeah. And you. And he's one of the most passionate. Yeah, like, and, and like yeah. you 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 allow yourself, I think, to kind of go in certain corners and places in the Kendama community, Kendama marketplace, and uh, that that allow you interesting collaborations, um, coming up with good concepts. But not only that, but you're very honest and you um, believe in what you're doing as and you're, you're realistic. You, you see it as a small company mindset and yeah. permit it to be that you, you, you have the mindset of, mindset of growing slowly mm-hmm. and uh, where I think a lot of people are in a rush to be first because everyone's yeah. still waiting on Kendama to be like bamboozled across the world to, yeah. to finally be here you know every, and and there, all the other companies want to be first to that mm. do you agree with okay. that um <coughs> i think for the big guys they they yeah i agree they, they probably want to be first into entering the markets because when the initial spike of kendama comes is definitely a big like it's definitely a big payday if you're having like the volume but i don't ever see like cereal as the kind of company that's going to grow a new market. Like if I were to place what we want to do, we just want to make sure some guy who has been playing for three months makes it to a year, not like play for three months and then drop off. Right. So right. I don't think our job is to get someone to start playing Kendama, but our job is to make sure someone who started lasts a while longer than they normally would have. Yeah. Right. Like you, you want to create players through your products. Yeah. I, I like not new players, but like keep them, going you know like if you're stuck on bird let me show you how to do cultivate it and and maintain it yeah because i mean that that was like the kind of players that we were you know i discovered dharma at 23 29 i'm gonna be 40 and still playing dharma you know besides just having a company how do you feel about kendama and advertising and marketing what are your thoughts on how companies present themselves and 
Are they different? What do they do similar? And what are you doing with cereal with your marketing that, you know, kind of gives you a unique position? He just wants to be the biggest company possible. I think is that's what I've taken. That's what it sounds like. He's really well, well, domination. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, number one world domination. Adama in every house, you know, we're going to partner with, uh, Electrolux. A framed Dama. Washing machines, yeah. So like high pots <laughs> X Dama. <laughs> That'd be kind of fire. I'd buy that. As long yeah, as you I put the X in there, because that's where all the hype is. Yeah, I used to work for high pots, hence. <laughs> no way. Yeah. We'll call them up. You got the connect. Yeah. Just get the tie to tie Re- yeah, really so, though, Johnny. Like, yeah, go ahead. Marketing. Uh it's 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 evolved a lot over the years. I'd say a lot of the marketing, so there's like paid and there's like organic, earned and shared, right? I'd say like everything has developed except really like paid marketing. Because like um, as a digital marketer, I do a lot of media buying on like Facebook and other programmatic channels. And right. I think that's something that Kandama has is super infant in. But then again, I also don't think it's the right channel to grow. Like because it's such a unique um, spot or toy or art or whatever you want to call it, right? So I see the organic growth of it um, much better probably where we need to like improve is in like kandama education like in the sense like okay but this is coming from like a nerd right where like the minute um differences in shapes and like how different things like affect each other you know like someone wants to go like ultra chunky base cup and then you're like yeah sure try the lunar on that right like and it's not going to work out or you're going to have like massive cups and no base cup try the gunsling mm-hmm. on that it's not going to work you know but i think um like that's that's one of the reasons why like I, I like doing the home review so much because I feel like all these like little details about even how long the nightingale is like affects like how the tama would sit, how long the serrado is as well would affect you know the tama size. Like everything talks to each other. It's a bit like nature. I guess it comes from a tree, that's why, right? So everything every, talks to each other. I like that. I think yeah. That's a good way to put that. Like the Tama and the Ken need to talk to each other. Would you agree? Yeah. Super. You the newer thing I've, I've picked up on was the, the cut out from the bottom of the yeah. uh, uh, small cup affects slingers yeah. so much. Just the way it that does. that's angled. And because Sorry, when you cut it out, on. there's less weight here. So there's more weight on the base. And actually slingers, it's swinging on the base of it, right? So like if you have, I think you have the AK or the CK shape. Yeah, that's nuts for slingers. But it's going to take a big hit on the lunars, which is why they probably well, dug the wall. I actually think with the with the AK shape, have you have you played this one? Uh, 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 not this you know, model, just... but yeah, I've played the AK shape. Yeah. Right. The AK, in my opinion, it has so much focus on the Serato and the cups are so large and yep. there's so much taken off of the uh, base cup as well as the length of the can i think makes yeah. flip tricks a little bit awkward in my opinion yeah i mean i i agree because like it, it's a very interesting choice where you've made it the slimness of an old kandama with the cup sizes of a new kandama and use a 60 mm tama which is the tama of an old like you see with like sure. the gg right like it's not the biggest kandama its cups are small but its tama is not 61 mm so you know like I'll, I'll admit we've made that mistake before. The first time we sent you a Kandama, like Ryan, like we had a 61mm Tama with a, with a can built for 60mm. Yeah, right, right. Kandama, right? So we were like, ah, oh, we goofed, we done goofed up. La. So like, <laughs> you know, we got we to gotta fix that, right? And then like, yeah, so we went back to the drawing board, tried to go back to like high school geometry and then figure out what will work. Yeah, so 
Uh, that's another I thing you mentioned the education that that can be confusing as hell man even for me yeah like five or so years in i have a hard time figuring out what tamas are are ideal for what kens you know what i mean which, which ones are are meant for men it's not like you can just oh let me just take out a piece of string and measure down to the half of a millimeter how big my tama is like yeah you gotta kind of know that. <clears throat> and then like some people do 60 61 62 some people market 61 and a half yeah 61 <laughs> and a half or three percent bigger five percent bigger eight percent taller like what what's all that you know like um in a non-capitalistic world I, like i just have every shape with every dimension but that's super controversial right because like who would put their name on saying like okay this is the exact millimeter of the cup right right make like right. a build a build a dama do you think there's or... a perfect kendama shape i think that's a perfect shape for everyone like i don't think there's one perfect shape out there just because people have different play styles like probably the adrian esteban mod is a perfect shape for adrian esteban Right, like, I see. I see. But it's not gonna work for some other people. I guess, like, okay. So from a player's perspective, Kaizen V1 is a perfect shape. Yes, uh, for me, Ka- Kaizen uh, V1 is amazing. Yeah. Right, right. So no, that's, that's, I, I, I don't know what there wasn't. I thought everything else was a uh, kind of bullshit after that. But, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah. No, it's crazy because I was telling one channel. Right. I've seen Keith Matsumura lace a triple lunar flip on a Kaizen V1. Yeah, and I'm like, that is truly it. It's high, is that the best player in the world? Oh, right. that's the best shape in the world. Yeah, because I try, you know, I, I struggle with triple lunar flip even with like a, like a boost. I think boost is one of the best shapes out there. I'm not, not afraid to say boost. I, I think um, so too. I, I really do. I really mm, like yeah. uh, my Fraser mod. Like if that's the most optimized boost shape out there, yeah. Uh, then um, yeah. I, 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 well, that's another one I haven't tried yet, but I, I thought it was really neat that you mentioned the the uh, Fraser mod. They made the version without the two yeah without yep. the base couple yep. because That's like right, you yeah. mentioned that you can't it doesn't seem like there really is that perfect balance of well of the original slingers the original fraser mod was the the first boo shape right yeah it was the first uh what what they called it like, did they use warp also oh i can't remember what the i don't know if it was warp i think it was isn't warp a uh, uh, crumb the base cup they call it a balance bevel at sweets balance bevel yeah Mm. I believe, mm. but even like it, with with the radars, the new radars, uh, you know, I I think a boo shape on beach it was sticky paint is still good. It's amazing. It's like honestly, Sweets has been a hit of the game for shapes. Like when F three came out versus everything that everyone else had, then when Slaydog came out, they came out with Prime, and, and yeah, the Prime like, was great at the time. Yeah, yeah Prime. So Prime, is like Prime F5, yeah. right? I, I came yeah, so. in with F3 and my F3 was my first like professional kendama and I loved yeah. that kendama. The, I love the orange paint. Oh my god, it was that, so was, that that's when I was like it was the F3 uh yeah. ATAC kendama and uh Oh okay. Oh my god, it was it was it was I landed so much stuff so quickly compared to all the Chinese stuff I was buying right. on Amazon, factory stuff, you know. And Caleb Kendama. Uh, Caleb Kendama, <laughs> right, right. All, right. all of my favorite Kendamas earlier on, I feel like, were just the most random beater damas. I was really into my TKs, and then like I just had this green. I think it was Kendama Europe that did the play. Oh yeah. Kendama. yeah. Oh yeah, just, play just, Kendama. Just, yeah. Like a TK, basically. I had a green one, and I just murdered it, and I loved it. Like I learned yeah. so many tricks on it. It was the greatest. One kingdomer that I didn't yeah. really like was uh, this one I bought off Amazon. That, you know, yeah. Just, 
it was kind I, of well, it's just the, the, the logo is just too too busy yeah, you know what i mean I yeah, yeah exactly it's too much happening with that and i just i, I thought when trend that's what you get from all. amazon like whenever I feel a trick, I'm like, ah, oh, fucking serial kendama. It, it came in the cereal box. Yeah, it, it yeah, came right out of this box like that. That that's how I, I. It came with this. Dollar so. gifts. Yeah. You chipped your tooth on it because you're eating the cereal and you just accidentally <laughs> scooped it up in the bowl. You know, we actually looked into making cereal. It's just it's just a nightmare when it comes to like FDA stuff. I thought you already Self-food. made cereal. No, we, we ripped off our brand from that one, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you should just like you should just package them in like a little cereal box. That'd be sick. I like that. I think you should, yeah. It, and there should be like kendama, you know how you have your lucky stars? Little kendamas. Yeah, yeah with like nutrition yeah. information that just says like stupid bullshit on it or whatever. Yeah. Lucky <laughs> spikes. We thought of a box, but then like we were worried about how much trash that would create. Lucky spikes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Hey, man, that, that create trash. Make it biodegradable. Biodegradable uh, cardboard. Mm. And, uh, you know. Johnny, I want to thank you for um, coming on the show. And I appreciate all of your insight. Um, I appreciate everything you do for Hone 2. All the reviews, man, have been awesome. And dude, th- um, thank you for having me, though. Like, I oh, love no, to make dude, the reviews. It was there. a yeah. no brainer. It really was. Uh, yeah. w- w- once, uh, you know, I, th- I thought about it and, and you, you, you brought it up. I, I was just like, yeah, I bet Johnny would be, be great for it because I, I really do believe that you have a certain insight that a lot of other players or company owners don't necessarily get a lot of access to and so i think that's really cool and i think um it's unique and i love sharing your perspective because it's honest and true and knowledgeable so i appreciate that so and of course tony uh thanks as always um being uh here for us to um hey thanks man yeah i think uh, i think you uh you uh short shorted me on my title at the beginning there but that's okay what do you mean i shorted you on the title i lost clout you you were the host and i was tony (laughs) do you want me to say co-host from now on i i want you to cut it to black at the beginning and then just like lean really into the mic for this edit and be like also very importantly co-hosted by here, then let me restart then. Right here. Here. <laughs> we gotta take it back. Fuck you. <laughs> no, hey, yeah, look, look. Hey, hey, this is Ryan with the Bevel's Advocate Podcast. And I am with my wonderful, talented co-host, Tony Stabile. And joining us today is a very special guest, somebody who I've known for a while and who I have worked with, and I'm very happy to have him on the show. Johnny from Serial Kendama. Thank you, Johnny, for coming on the so, show. How are you doing, Johnny? Thanks for having me on the show. I, I'm doing good. You know, I, I think we've come to the end of the show. So. Okay. That, that felt yeah. good. I think I think we can, if we just start from the beginning from there and re-record mm, everything, right. I'll feel a lot Okay. Yeah. Here, wait, wait. Let's start the whole show over. Ready? Are you guys ready? Yeah. 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 Okay. Maybe no, we do a rest. <laughs> it started on a weird vibe after that. So I just right. feel like that, that was just the take one. <laughs>